bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. I eat green berets for breakfast. Right now, I'm very hungry. Hey, Ma! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! This is Sparta! You're worthy, you're worthy, get up! You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. You I feel the need, the need for speed. Alrighty then. It's a little bit of shake, and then... You're tiny, Jesus. Golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. This is Seth Henniger, and you're listening to 88.5 JFM. We have a fantastic day planned for you, but before we get to that, let me tell you the guys I got in the studio with me, some of the coolest in the world. To my right is the bearded, bald-headed wonder from down under, my good friend, Jameson Fowler. Hey there, hi there, ho there, Radio Land. How's it going? Straight back from his vacation at the Orlando Walt Disney World, wearing the mouse ears so elegantly, the red-haired unicorn Sassy Wiggles is back with us, That's <laughs> Brad <me>. Hudson. <laughs> What's up, Radio World? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the oh, man... Oh, one-up somebody, Brad. <laughs> yeah. The man that pushes the buttons, turns on the screens, does all the cool things that you see and hear... That he calls himself the button pusher, but I call him the Willy Wonka of Radio Steven Spiegel. What's up, Radio Universe? Oh. That's right. Oh, oh. one up to both. God. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Uh, Pushes also, the buttons, turns on the screams, supplies the, the memes. What else? <laughs> so beautiful. Also in the I, I studio with us, the Douglas Eagles softball team, Mackenzie Sides and Madison Wright. In the studio, live right now, they're fantastic. They're about to eat some of the most wonderful food in the world from Charburger, mm, Charburger. who is also in the studio with us. Yeah, being indulged right now. <laughs> uh, More about them later. Yeah, we'll yes. tell you about them later. But first, we're going to start with meme of the week, and this is so beautiful, Brad. I just, you know, I think it's appropriate that you get to read that first one. So, the first one, yeah. Okay. Tell them what tell them what you're seeing and yeah. read. Describe this. Yeah. yeah. The setting, the scene, the mood. <laughs> We're talking about number one right here, right? That's yeah, right. That, yeah, okay. yeah. They usually start, is number one. First usually starts number one traditionally. Yes. All right. Here in here in the states. <laughs> so you want you guys want to hear a joke real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Auburn football. Ah, <laughs> that's hilarious. So this means anyway. it's a it's a picture of Nick Saban behind. Oh, sorry, that took me a second. No. <laughs> Right, right, right. You can He's see the, the BCS National Championship logo yeah, yeah. in the background. Yeah. We've just destroyed either LSU or Notre Dame. I can't remember which LSU. is. LSU. LSU 2012? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's where they didn't pass the 50-yard line to the fourth quarter. Come and on. In their backyard. Yeah. We need a little of that score. this year. Uh, anyway, on the second meme right here, I like this. Our good friend Ricky. Ricky sent in this picture of his son sitting at the table reading the cat in the hat. It says Instagram photo versus reality, and behind the book, he's playing fantasy. Is that baseball? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so beautiful. The book is covering up the phone. Yeah, that's there great. you go. That's yeah, because every kid is on an iPhone now. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Unreal. You see, the only reason Ricky posted this, I mean, he sounds kind of bitter, is probably because his son is beating his fantasy team. <laughs> um, this wow, is true. that's hurtful. Ricky should totally call in and defend himself. Yeah. That's right. I mm-hmm. think so. Also, meme number three, and this is personally my favorite and, and you're not going to be able to like get the gist of this so you need to go to our Facebook page 
and tune in to At Varsity Radio Show. Yeah, on and Facebook. While and you're there, talk live. to us on the comments. Give mm-hmm. us your reaction. Yeah, talk to us. Hey, when uh, McKenzie and Madison, when Madison McKenzie get up here, you can ask them questions. Mm-hmm. We'll ask them for you. And so, uh, right now, my, my good friend Brad went to Splash Mountain, and I think this this is hilarious. Is that anything like Sand Mountain? Is it the opposite of Sand Mountain? It's the opposite. So Splash it's a lot, Mountain. It's a lot more interesting than this, Sand Mountain. Wow, that's so, saying something. So Brad looks more terrified than anybody else in the Brad's. in the thing. His mouth his is mouth your is jaw wide okay? open because I've never seen anybody's mouth that wide open before. It's pretty yeah, impressive. So I pretty was trying to get a drink of water. Is that right, sure right, what's right, going right. on here? So we're about to hit the splash. And I just have my mouth open, ready to catch get some water. Right, right. And all that chlorine I'd like to and say, urine. I'd like to say you look terrified, but on the very front picture is this kid in green. He is. He is. This kid doesn't care. He doesn't care. And this kid is in the front. I he know. Care. He's ready to go ride like Space Mountain or <laughs> Expedition Everest or something because he's sitting there. Look he has him. just the straightest face oh, on. No. His mom is hugging him. He's like, hey, let's have a good time. She's got her hands raised. He doesn't even look scared. And same thing for the, <laughs> the kid behind him. Yeah. Yeah, you can. It's almost the mom's co- almost covering up his face, but you can see he's also just unamused. But see, like, in the front row, we have the mom cuddling, coddling and, like, trying to console the, the stone faced child. Yeah. The second row is the father trying to console another stone-faced child and then in the third row like both of these parents have their their left hand in the air yeah and yeah. brad is in the third row and you're i believe that's your girlfriend yes yeah with her hand up in the air is she trying to console you like a child as well? <laughs> i guess like, <laughs> she was trying to keep me quiet because i do this well, obnoxious she's not thing doing a good where i would job, scream but, <laughs> yeah. your but, mouth yeah. is wide open screaming yeah. Yeah. you're about yeah. to swallow that bird that's on the screen there yeah like, poor bird and these two people in the back, I don't think they know where they are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're somewhere else. They're about to find uh, out. Anyway, hey, we want to tell you about something that's fantastic and wonderful and brings wonderful, jolly feelings just like Disney jolly. World. Jolly feelings? Jolly. Oh, wow. Jolly feelings. Mm-hmm. And it's we call holly, jolly. this glorious place the Charburger. Charburger is located at 3848 Alabama Highway 69, Guntersville. Alabama, they're home of the famous char grill, wildcat burger, chicken fingers, cheese steak, and jumbo crispy onion rings. And they've got this crazy selection of ice cream. They'll make you a milkshake out of the yes. ice cream. They'll give you ice cream and a waffle cone. Guys, they have yeah. a Dr. Pepper milkshake. What? Watch out. <laughs> Dr. Got Pepper, real. If you felt like it, Dr. Pepper peanut butter vanilla ice cream milkshake. Yeah. Yeah. If you really felt like it, they'll they'll make that for you, and we'll pray for you. Yeah, after yeah. ordering it. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're survive. gonna need it. Anyway, hey, we're we're gonna go to some music, and then we'll be back with FCA moment of the week. Uh, uh, I need you to fight for me. It's time for the FCA moment of the week, and on the phone we have one of my good friends, the man Connor Reese. How are you, Connor? Dude, I'm doing well. How about y'all? Y'all good? Connor. No, I'm not again. I don't know what happened there. I'm we lost you, Connor. Figure that out. Connor, are you there? Are Connor, you there, if Connor? you can hear us, just blink. All right, talk to us, Connor. <laughs> just blink. There you are. <laughs> hey. I can hear you blinking. Real yep. I'm blinking. Hard. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Sensational blinking there, Connor. Sensational. Sensational. Yeah. Sensational. How's everybody? We're good. How Doing are you? Good. Mm-hmm. Much better now that you're here. We are blessed over here at Northeast Alabama FCA. I, d- I didn't think you were going to come in. I was a little worried. Connor, I have a quick story, like, just real quick to tell you. All right, so I flew to Disney World from Atlanta, and I ran into Ken Burnett at about 3 a.m. Uh, Central Time in the airport. And then when we landed Friday night at about 10 o'clock, guess who's at baggage claim? Ken Burnett. Ken Burnett. It was Ken crazy. Burnett. Oh. It was He's nuts. everywhere. I'm not. I'm not kidding. That man is everywhere, and you know, Brad. He works at the airport where like he is because a... he's definitely the loudest and the most energized person. So he was even like that at 3 a.m. Like no uh, joke. Help. Yeah, living the dream. Breed of person. <laughs> Fantastic breed. It's incredible. That's cool. Yeah. So, so awesome. Connor, tell yeah. us. Tell us what's going on in your uh, FCA world right now. Yeah, now everything is everything's going great. We. Uh, we are attending some graduations this week, and that's what we are really uh, trying to hit is uh, graduations. We are um, – there's many – there's a lot of schools that will allow us to pass out some of 
these flyers that we've been trying to get out for our power leadership training conference um, that's coming up in August. And so that's, that's our main goal this week. And then next week we start our intern uh, boot camp. And so that is something that uh, we're really looking forward to. Um, but, yeah, now everything's going great for us, and we're excited for this summer and all the uh, the kids that we're going to serve. So, Fantastic. I, I actually saw you at a graduation. Yeah, Gunnersville. Yeah. Gunnersville. Yeah. yeah. There you were, being awesome. That's what – it's just always good to see you. It's always good to see you. Yeah, I was thinking the same I, thing. I do feel like Connor is awesome everywhere he goes. He is. No matter what he does. He is. It's quite exciting when you see him out in public. It's like, I'm yes, not, it's I'm Connor Reese. You know, uh, at FTA, we always try to say that a smile increases your your face value. And uh, ah, ah, see what yeah, you did yeah. there. See, I'm trying to smile a lot because, I, you know, I'm not the prettiest thing. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, I, I wasn't going to say anything, but, you know. <laughs> but someone had to say it, though. Uh. Someone had to say it. Well, Connor, we're so glad that you called. We hope everybody will get involved with FCA this summer. Go to the sports camps and get yourself yeah. ready to go to PLT. PLT, August 2nd and 3rd. If, uh, if there are any businesses in the Marshall area that would like to put up a flyer or anything, please just contact us. You can go onto our website at NorthAlabamaFCA.org, and then you can also get tickets and uh Students can sign up for the conference on there as well. So good. Thanks for calling, Connor. We think you're amazing. Absolutely. Love you guys. Stay sensational. See you later. We are here to talk to you about something very near and dear to our hearts and our stomachs. Mm-hmm. And that is chore burger. It's super Sound, good. Sounds like you said chore burger. Char burger. Uh, yeah, there we go. Char burger. Char burger. Yes. Uh, they are located at Alabama, uh, 3848 Alabama Highway 69 in Gunnersville. It's on the right headed up the mountain into Arab and on the left coming down. If it's at, on the right coming down, you've made a grave mistake. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but while um, you're there, go ahead and turn in. Right, yeah. Uh, so they're open Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. They have breakfast, that's right, and Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. 7 to 8.30 p.m. So uh, you can check them out between those times or call them at 256-505-4720. They have all kinds of awesome hamburgers, uh, like the famous Wildcat Burger. They have awesome chicken fingers and french fries. They have Philly cheesesteaks. Jumbo crispy onion rings. They have all sorts of ice cream, so go check them out. They're pretty awesome. And now, today's clutch moment. Yeah, guys, today I want to talk to you about the dark times in our life or the times of no feelings from God. I don't think we talk about this enough, to be honest. I want to talk about the times when you feel God may have walked out of your life and left you all alone. So, I've learned in life that before any picture can be developed, it has to go through something called the dark room. And I'm not talking about on your cell phone. I'm talking about when you've got a legitimate photographer, you know, that does these really high class, really high quality photos. It has to go through a dark room. And this may not be told to you a lot, but often, before we can go any farther spiritually in our walk with Christ, we may first have to face some of those dark times. You see, it takes no character or maturity to follow him when experiencing all sorts of spiritual sensations or goosebumps. And there are many reasons for feeling distance from God, but sometimes when you're feeling God the least, you may actually be pleasing God the most. Uh, That's a powerful statement. So let's talk about some of the many reasons why God may feel distant from us. Number one, why might I feel far from God? Number one, his silence equals your fault okay now this is a basic one when we kind of like we can put a duh moment you know disobedience <coughs> brad just died over there i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, wow <laughs> you okay uh, brad well yeah. my, mom, read, my mom just roasted mom just, me on yeah, facebook she just threw him under the bus <laughs> talking about the picture from earlier she was like looks yeah. like brad needed his mommy too yeah that's funny uh, Good one, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> so, so point one is this. His silence equals your fault. In other words, 
and and I think we all know this. Disobedience to God equals distance from God. Yeah. It's just a basic equation, right? So how much do you think our sin separates us from God, and why does it separate us? Brad, Jameson? So that's that's the way it naturally works, I guess, would be would be my best answer, is that sin separates us from God, Yeah, and it took Jesus Christ to bridge that, that gap. Yeah. Um, and we will not ever be able to stop sinning no. here on this earth. But it separates us when we let it control our lives instead of God. Mm-hmm. So good. when we let our sin struggles overtake us and we start living our, our life based on our sin struggles, um, then almost our sin struggles become our God, so to speak. Yeah. And yeah. and we've oh, uh, kind of turned our back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it creates that yeah. separation. Right. That gap gets bigger bigger and bigger go yeah, ahead and i mean you know god is a jealous god and um, there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> no, i mean when uh yeah i think if you want anybody to be jealous for you it's definitely god <laughs> that's something yeah, you want yeah. uh and you know god our, why does why does our sin separate us and i i think i think it's because you know the bible makes it pretty clear that god cannot and will not tolerate sin yeah. um you know and like brad was talking about he he gave his only son so that we could be free from it. And when we run back to something that we've been set free from, I mean, he can't, we're, like Brad's saying, we, when we choose sin over him, that, that puts distance between us. Yeah, every time. Which comes to my next point. Do you feel close to God or are you really close to God? In other words, because feeling close to God and being close to God are two very, very different things. If you have to feel God in order to love him, you're not in love at all. You're in heat. Hmm. And I, I hate to say it, you're in love with the feelings of God and what God can do for you instead of the actual God and having a relationship with Him. And it's got to be more than just a feeling. It has to be a relationship. It's the same thing in our marriage or in our friendships or something like that. You know, you you uh, you like being around each other. You mm-hmm. like the feeling you get from friendship, but it's your friendship's got to go deeper than... Hey, Brad makes me feel good when he comes in the room, yeah. right? right. Yeah. It's got to be deeper than that. Or Brad always buys me stuff when I'm around him. Or Brad yeah, always yeah. does something for me. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. So why is it important to have a relationship with Christ that's deeper than our feelings of Christ? Because feelings are fickle. That's Those were the three words that I had. You cannot, cannot base your, especially your spiritual walk. And we, we've all been here. Nobody has been here harder than me yeah uh you're you cannot base your spiritual walk on how you feel um there there's a a a missionary friend of mine posted uh, a quote from john piper my feelings are not god god is god my feelings do not define truth god's word defines truth it's good so our feelings a lot of times can conflict sometimes they can even conflict with scripture we can read something and it can make us feel like, ooh, i don't know if i don't know if i how i feel about that but that's when we have to have that conversation with the holy spirit and and you know help us get in line with the word because he's right yeah you know um but i back to why you can't base your your spiritual walk on feelings like i said it's because they're fickle yeah because i mean how how many times do we get up in the morning and we just don't feel like doing anything you know what I'm saying? Right. So right. often. But we still have to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's times where we don't feel like going and making disciples of people. We don't feel like being a good witness and, and loving people because we've had a bad day or, or whatever. And we have to choose uh, to ignore that. Yeah. And, and which comes with my last point. Can you turn your loneliness into aloneness? I have learned that loneliness is God's cry for friendship time with mm-hmm. me. Often when we feel far from God, the loneliness is the tool he uses to call us back to have a relationship with him. See, loneliness becomes my friend when it forces me to draw companionship from God that I would normally try to draw from other people. So my last question to you two guys today is this. How do you think God uses events and situations to grow us closer to him? Without different different trials, without different tests, without different lows, and sometimes without even highs, we don't. Sometimes we don't even realize that we need God. Yeah. Sometimes we feel like we need God, 
when things aren't going right, when there's a when there's a disaster in our lives or some sort of trauma, that's when we feel like we need God and want to pay God the most attention is because we need something from mm-hmm. Him. Yeah. But that's not the way it should be. No. And God uses those tests to show that He is strong. He is stronger than the than the the dark part of our life. Mm-hmm. And uh, God promises this through James in James one. God says, "Count it all joy when." trials come your way yeah uh, because the testing of your faith produces steadfastness so good. and so that steadfastness that's the purpose that that god uses when he is when he uh when we go through things it it shows how strong god is and that we recognize that and that would show that would show to be uh to improve the strength of our faith yeah you know i've heard it said before that you know a teacher is always silent during a test yeah and so I, I think that goes right along with what Brad's saying, in that sometimes that that God, it feels like he's not there, but he is. I mean, the Bible promises he'll never leave us nor forsake us, but, uh, you know, you'll never get stronger if you don't put, you know, resistance on, you know, like it's like with weight training. You never get stronger if you don't put more weight on, on you know the what bar. I'm saying? Yeah, on the bar. And I think sometimes God will allow us to walk through those, those times to stretch our faith and just to, for him to prove himself, you know, to us and to build up our faith in him. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, sometimes, like like you said, loneliness can be a good thing. I feel like when you start to detect that, that's just, uh, it, like, it's one of two things. It's either you need to go and and make extra time to be with Jesus and, and see what, what is he trying to pull from you, or extra time to be with Jesus and see what he's trying to draw you there for and uh, sometimes it is just to be with him. You know, it may not be a specific, I'm calling you to do something. It's just, I just want to be with you, you know, because yeah. he longs for that relationship with us. And, you know, and sometimes we have to do that because we are busy people and, you know, we can easily get distracted and it's easy to sort of, you know, say, I don't, I don't have the time to sit and, and read and pray and worship. Um, but, you know, like you said, the, the, the loneliness that we feel can be the call to come back and, and course correct. Yeah. Um, yep. And so I, I challenge you out there, don't take the non-feelings of God as a uh, total rejection of mm-hmm. your relationship no. with him. He's not mad at you. No. He's not left you and trying to, he's not trying to play hard to get or anything like that. Like Seth <sighs> is saying, it's it's just a, a call to you to, to come to him. Yeah. Because if you're not, you know, I think we hit these points where we're not sinning, we're not living in sin and and of course which is our goal mm-hmm. but then it's like well then why do i feel far from god you know because i'm living the life i'm doing what i thought i was supposed to do and that's where i'm talking to you right now mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm saying it's in these moments that we have to realize that god is still there and so often you know i think we forget that god did his most hell defying uh task on earth when he had no feelings at all. Mm-hmm. When he felt God the least, he was actually doing the most. Yeah. When he was hanging on a cross. And uh, I think if he goes through that, so will we. And yeah. uh, so I challenge you out there. Go through whatever you're going through. Don't don't give up on God. Don't quit your devotion time. Don't do it because you don't have feelings. Yeah. It's not about the feelings. And so, hey, we're going to go to some music, but before we do, I want to tell you about a glorious, wonderful place that never leaves you in the dark. Mm. Charburger. <laughs> yes. Yes. Char-grilled, Wildcat Burgers, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheesesteaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. They're located at 3848 Alabama Highway 69, Guntersville, Alabama. And you know what, Stephen? I got a picture of a bottled Coke this week, Friday mm-hmm. or Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Saturday. From one of our FCA friends, I said, "Are you at Charburger?" And he said, "Yes, and it's wonderful." <laughs> awesome. Jamie Strange was hanging out at the Charburger, and uh, mm-hmm. he was loving his peanut butter shake, mm-hmm. uh, as you can be too. If you'd like to call ahead and make an order, their phone number is two five six five zero five forty seven twenty. That's the Charburger. Yeah, and in the studio we have Mackenzie Sides and Madison Wright. How are y'all doing? Good. Good. Y'all living the dream? Oh, yeah. Y'all are out of school, so it's going to be fantastic, right? Not uh, really. Yeah, no? I asked I asked myself, wow. what is the most fun thing you're going to do all summer? And you said... Play softball. <laughs> softball. What did, softball. 
But we might go to the beach and play softball. I know. This is like a game of Mad Libs. I know, yeah. It's so the good. The excited softball this player this might right. go to the hot beach. <laughs> yes. So, girls, tell me this. When did you start softball and when did it become a love for you? Um, When I was young, T-ball, I was coached by my grandfather just all the way up. But really, I mean... I always loved it. I always just loved playing and being with my team. Is just it through a family. So it's awesome. How about you, Madison. I was about four years old, and I got to beat my brother. And, I... and you beat your brother at four years old. How old was he? <coughs> Six. What? Yeah. Yeah. And he... I decided I liked winning. <laughs> <laughs> that is at four years old. My life that changed killer. forever. <laughs> that might be the like. I wish that our our, our listening audience, could our have listening seen. audience, just nominated you, Dominique Ponder. We need one of y'all to get hit with a sixty mile an hour ball. Well, Thank that's you. funny that you asked because my you, boy Dominique. Jameson asked beforehand if he could do such a thing. Thank you, so, Dominique. That anyway, friend of mine from 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 work. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the shout out there, bud. But yes, uh, <laughs> that's and, funny. Uh, this is so. This is what it's like to be under the bus. Um, Appropriate. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, I don't even know what I was going to say anymore. But uh, man, if you don't, I got something else. While you're thinking, go ahead. Because while I'm you're thinking, off the other rails. other here, we usually do this the second part of the show. But we have, I think, the Camille Thomas Thompson coming in, and. Uh, uh, she'll be. We're going to be interviewing her too in a in a little while. But I asked y'all this just a few minutes ago. What is the most painful injury, or the most painful thing that's happened to you in softball? Well, I decided to swing a bat with no helmet, and it came around and hit me in the back of the head. That turned out really bad. The helmet bad. or the bat? The bat. No, like a boomerang, <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow. Um, I've gotten hit many times, and the knee probably hurts the worst. Hurts just, the worst. Ooh. Yeah. It's just no, no, but I actually have an injury right now. I got hit in the ear with a softball yesterday at trial, so yeah. my ear is like bruised. Wow. wow. Now, who did that to you? What, is she sitting beside you? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. She, she skipped trial yesterday, so yeah. it's yeah. fine. Yeah, so, it's not, so she's not mad at you currently. No. So. Man. Okay, so when is, what is, what is your favorite part about softball? Winning. <laughs> Obviously, well, I, mean, I guess I guess I should specify. Since the age like, of four, it's offense, been <laughs> offense or defense, like both. Honestly, mm-hmm. like you go on the field and you get that ball hit to you, and you make that play, or you step in that batter's box and you just you know you have to do something. Mm-hmm. You know you have to start something, even when we're down or we're up. You know we got to keep the momentum going. So when you do something, it's just like you start something, and your teammates automatically automatically just jump in. I think something I, I've I've noticed about softball, and I think most of my other the other people that I know that that keep up with the sport, uh, I mean, you know, like I love baseball, and you know, I, it's it's a fun and it's a it's a sport where you're like, it's it's different, it's a different team sport because of the camaraderie you build during a game, but it's nothing like softball because softball just looks so much more fun and like the teams just seem so much more close knit. And I mean, that sounds like what you guys experienced too. Like, how? Like, when did that first start to sort of occur to you guys, where it became less about playing and more about building that community? Oh, I'm not sure. Um, I didn't play um, my first years that I could um, with, you know, uh, the team, like the, the school. High school team? Yeah. Okay. Um, but. Me, once I stepped in, they automatically, like, I, I know I could play, but they automatically just kind of took me in, and since then, we've just been building our family, and I think last year, we really, like, stepped up and actually got it, because we went to regionals, mm-hmm. and then this year, oh, I mean, our team was so much closer, and yeah. mm-hmm. I feel like next year, as we go into senior year, that we're just gonna, we're gonna grow so much more together, and it's gonna be hard to let go. So good. So, you are with the team. How did your team end up doing this year? I don't know the record, but we had a winning season. Yeah. Winning season. Well, you can't hate that. So, you won a lot. 
Yeah. We won county championship. That's a big deal. Who did you beat to win that championship? Or is that is it like a tournament style or? Yes, but we beat um, it was Brindley Mountain, and then we beat DAO for the championship. All right. So. Like, is there a team that you that you ladies like love to beat more than any other team that you play? DAO and Boaz. <laughs> DAO and Boaz. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Oh man, D A R and Boaz. You knew that was coming. Do you got lots of friends on those teams, or do you not have a lot of friends? And that's why. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of no both. Friends. A little bit of both. No I friends. got you. Uh, so, uh, so, Madison, you are going to play for Sneed State? Yes, sir. Yes. Are you, uh, and you're a pitcher or center field? Both. You do both. Which one do you do more? Pitch. Pitch. Yeah. And so, I think we need to throw that ball to you. Okay. Yeah, I, I ain't scared. No. I'm ready, son. So I don't it, have it, to get ready because I stay ready. Right, right, That's right. That's how I live. Right. So, in all honesty, what is the greatest lesson that your coach, your coaches have taught you this year? Good attitude. Good attitude. What was that, Camille? Yeah. I said, make sure you keep your glove on the ground. <laughs> That's an important one. Always, Camille is in the studio now. Just in case any of you wondered. So she has arrived, and it's fantastic. Anyway, so uh, I, I tell you what, we're going to go to some music real quick, and we're going to come back with some more questions. Hey, we have Madison right here in Mackenzie Sides. In a few minutes, we're going to pull up Camille, uh, who is the second timer at the Varsity Radio Show. She's She's been part of the show. And so, Madison, I see here that you won the Golden Glove Best Defensive Player Award. Was that from your school or somebody else? School. School. And 232 <laughs> strikeouts. That has to feel pretty good, right? K's for days, baby. <laughs> it's pretty great. And I, I, I noticed this. You have a lot of uh, things that you do. I'm about to come back to you, Mackenzie. But, Madison, you have a lot of things that you do on the side. Softball, <laughs> fishing, sleeping, <laughs> Automotive Technician, National Honor Society. Like, we're, we're, we're proud of you ladies and everything, but we need you to, to find Strive some ambition. To be more. To, yeah. To, 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 to do something. You're slacking on life um, here. You know? <laughs> AP classes. So, out of autom- tell me about Automotive Technician. When did you start doing that? And um, last year. So, you just fix cars, or is that a club? or? Um, It's a trade thing at the tech school yeah. that okay. I do. That's really cool. That's that's fantastic. It's, it's so, uh, out of all your clubs, which is your favorite? Uh, probably the automotive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to be an automotive technician this morning. <laughs> yeah. With the tire. Yeah, my sister, she had a flat tire. I had to go rescue her and change it. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie. <laughs> hobbies, hanging out with friends, playing travel ball. Y'all, y'all are cracking me up. And you're also part of the National Honor Society. Uh, and so, what is the most exciting thing you're looking forward to doing this summer? Um, I have a jet ski, so probably that on my time off. All right. Uh, y'all told me are there was no time off. On <laughs> it's, I mean, not yeah. time. Like yeah. I skip sleep. Skip sleep. <laughs> That's funny. I do that for a living. Uh, Literally. This is, this is my last question, then uh, Jameson's going to come in. Uh, let me ask you, what was the greatest win of this season for you? Most memorable, most awesome, and what made it that? Mine was probably um, our tournament at our place against Madison Academy. We yeah. was down. Um, we was down by one. Tying going on second base, and I just remember Johnny coming up to me and saying, "You can hit a home run, you can do it." And then at that moment, I stepped in and I hit a walk off home run and won us that tournament. So that to me, that's like that my all time. That was amazing. That's pretty darn cool. Madison, <laughs> um, probably whenever I got up the bat, just swinging, not even. Really looking for anything and hit it over. Yeah. Nice. When did that happen? What game? Um, Against North Sand Mountain. North Sand Mountain. Awesome. Okay, so I know earlier I was talking about how fun softball is. And one of the coolest things that, that happened in softball, like 
you know, like there's there's what the game that happens on the field, and then there's what happens in the dugout. Like how both the dugouts like chatter at each other. What is y'all's favorite like? That is fun to listen to and watch. What what y'all's? Oh, Camille's already saying no about something. <laughs> like it. What y'all? What is y'all's favorite dugout chant or, or chatter or? Well, we got two, but I'm that, not... that, that you can share on Christian radio. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's one where if the other team calls timeout during when they're on the field, we go, "Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear." Hey, oh, Camille, we'll take off running, and I grab a bat like it's a grunt, and I sh- <laughs> I shoot her down. <laughs> and she just rolls. Wow, <laughs> nice. That is the most that was amazing mountain thing I've ever heard in my life. That's that amazing, is hilarious. That was fantastic. Okay, I guess I'll piggyback on that Wait, 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 wait. They said there were two cheers. No, No, the other one's dead. To be honest, I love the cheer we did for Camille. Like, it's my favorite. What is it? Camille, baby. Ow. You look so good to me. Ow. You're driving me crazy. Ow. So hit the ball for me. Ow. Wow. Nice. That's really, I mean, it's an art right there. Yeah, you see, football players, you don't, you don't get this kind of fun in football and basketball. No. It's only in softball. Wow. Um, but I'll piggyback my question with another question. That What's the funniest thing that's happened in the dugout that you can share on Christian Radio? <laughs> Um, I love how you keep prefacing that. (laughs) (laughs) You have, like, these moments where you're not thinking, and most of the dugouts are concrete, and we have metal cleats. So you're not Mm -hmm. thinking about it, and you'll just be walking, you know, or running back in from, like, the field, and you'll just slip and just bust it. Like, it's, Mm. and you're not even thinking about it, but... It's just they slide, and sometimes we've went under the bench. We've ran into our air conditioner in the locker room. We break our shins on the bench. Mm. Nice, nice. All right, let's go to this most embarrassing thing that's happened to you on the field, in the dugout, in the locker room. Again, on Christian radio, <laughs> uh, on the bus, on the way there, anything like that. Most embarrassing thing. Everybody has one of these stories. I'm just going to tell you. So I know you have one. Nobody's immune, so. Oh, goodness. Mine's probably whenever I was trying to throw the bar to the bard, <laughs> the ball as hard as I could pitching. Yeah. And um, it went into center field. Yeah. Instead of to the catcher. There that's, you go. Uh, Backwards. The, um, yeah. And that's a ball. That's and that's, that's a ball. The ball is called the ball. <laughs> ball! <laughs> if the ump couldn't call that one, he really was. Uh, I have anyway. Had I have had umpires that would call that a strike. Mine, it's I'm just walking or running to the back, and I just trip over nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's just those dirt there, and I just I guess I see a line, and I'm just tripping. I trip all the time on the bases. Yeah. Sometimes the bag scares me, and I decide to not even go to it and fall. <laughs> well, <laughs> the truth just came out. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. So, I talked about umpires a second ago, and we know that umpires are never wrong. I was hoping you would go here. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like as much as you ladies have played softball, and as passionate as you seem about it, and you guys seem like you got a little bit of fire in you, there's probably been an umpire or three that's kind of rubbed (laughs) you the wrong way. So, I want to get y'all's worst umpire story. Worst Worst call. Worst call. Most, like, obvious, like, are you kidding me sort of moment. Okay, yeah. The what? Mine, okay. There is a picture in the newspaper from an area tournament. And I was going home, sliding into home. And in the picture, there's been so much discussion about it. Discussion about it because you can see my foot. And the catcher, she has her glove away from me with mm-hmm. the ball. Like, she's catching the ball. Right. She hasn't turned to make the tag yet. Exactly. And you can clearly see that I'm fixing to be safe, but everyone says, oh, you can't see where home plate is. You can clearly see it because I'm sliding right over the bat. You can't. I mean, home plate don't move. I don't know. I mean, and I'm sliding like over that. the bat, and you can, I mean, the when bat. you swing, you're just dropping the mm-hmm. bat. So, I mean, home plate has to be right there, and I got called out. And uh, I got so fired up about it. 
Yeah. But at the same time, when I did that, our whole team just got fired up. Mm, so. Yeah. There's, there's, it's funny to me how, like, you know, that'll rally a team sometimes. Uh, ump will just give a horrible call. You guys won't be able to hit, you know, the broad side of a barn, and all of a sudden an ump makes some terrible call, and all of a sudden you're the New York Yankees. Like, <laughs> like I love that. Anyway, go ahead, Madison. Um, or McKenzie, I'm sorry. I'm Madison. Yeah, I'm, Madison. I'm, I, I'm sorry, Madison. <laughs> um, I don't know. I get pretty upset with all of them when they don't give me strikes. <laughs> but I mean, has there ever been a time where you're Seriously? pitching? <laughs> I mean, you know, you've struck out 232 people. I know they're in your mind. You're thinking that it should be 400 because it there's be. you're right. So I mean, where has there been a time where you're pitching and somebody like you you throw it right down the pipe and they don't. They don't give you a strike, like that kind of thing. Like, has there ever been any like a? Well, a... we have been playing at this one tournament before, and um, this umpire said my motion was illegal. So every time I did it, no matter if it was a strike or a ball, he called it a ball until I fixed it, and it screwed me all up. Huh? Yeah. I've never heard that before. Was it? How upset did your coach get? Because I know your coach probably wanted to fight somebody. Um, he just told me to fix it. Oh man! Like it's no big deal. Dang. Well, Coach is like an umpire, so oh. he, I mean, he he knows everything. So. But no one has ever called it before until that yeah. tournament. Hmm. Wow. All right. And so let me ask you this, and then we're going to uh, go to some music and bring Camille up. Uh, what do you want to do with this sport? What do you? Where do you want to see it take you? What do you want to do with it? Uh, learn from it? Gain from it? I want to make it to Auburn's bound or their field. Just, like, play for them. Okay. Um, I'm not taking softball any further than high school just because I plan to go into nursing school. So That's it'd cool. be really hard. But out of it, I'm just gaining a tremendous family that has my back no matter what. And I wouldn't trade these girls for the world. It's really good. Really fantastic. Hey, we're so glad that we got to interview you girls. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having us. Thanks for being on here. Thank you. Uh, You can watch Camille sweat in a second. It'll be good. (laughs) We are back with the Camille Thompson. She's been here before, so she's... She's going to act like A returner, yeah. Well, because she has, and she's amazing. (laughs) Uh, And so we're so glad to have you, Camille. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Great. Have you had a good year? I have. It's been a pretty good junior year. Good good junior year. About to go into senior year? About to be, yeah. That's what? always good. You what? don't want to yeah. do junior year twice. No, never. Not that I know so, that experience. So, Camille, mm-hmm. tell me, uh, what would an absolutely perfect senior year look like for you? Like just in softball or in general? In, in general. Yeah, in general. Well, yeah, throw would, softball in there, too. Well, it would be exceeding in every one of my sports, not just softball. Yeah. Finishing out with good grades. And having high expectations for myself and my future. So. That's it. Getting into scholarships. <laughs> <laughs> Getting into what? Getting like scholarships. I want to get as many scholarships as I possibly can for college. That's awesome. A good goal. You'll be hurting later if you. <laughs> if uh, you'll be hurting later if you don't, you know, get those scholarships. So. Yeah. <laughs> you'll end. Up, you'll end up pressure washing houses and stuff. Brad, so you. Brad has done an amazing job. I don't know when he he's a hardworking like man. Uh. Anyway. Uh, so Camille, when we asked the girl, the other girls this, when did you start softball, and when did you know you like really liked it? Um, when I w- it was, I was five or six. I don't remember like exactly the age. I just remember being on like a little bitty rec ball, rec ball field, and it was right beside our high school field. And I was like, hey, I want to play there. Like, I want to be able to be there. And so like, just since then, like a spark has just been there for softball for me. And everywhere I go. If I ever get stressed, I just want to go there. That's my happy place. Your happy place. That's <laughs> really, really cool. Um, and I, I'll ask you, since I asked them, what is your favorite part about softball? Is it offense? Is it defense? Um, I like hitting because I like running the bases. Running my bases is my favorite part of softball. So Now, I think I think you put in the, the questionnaire that you can do every type of slide. Is that I you? can. Okay. Yes. What yes, does that mean? Take us through all, um, all of the different types okay, and, what, and the situation you want to use them in. <laughs> okay, there's a, just a regular slide, and that's when there's no pressure, nobody has the ball, you're just getting down just to you know, make it look like uh, you like did something. Feet first. Right, right, feet first. And then there's one that's just a regular plain dive, you go head first. And to me, that one make, like, it makes me feel like I get there faster because mm-hmm. like, I'm laid out and everything. 
So that's like if I'm still in a base or something, I'll usually dive. And then there's a um, a hook slide, mm-hmm. and that's when you're you like you run and then you twist your body sideways. And so like when the people go take straight down, you're curving around them. And then there's one where you're doing the two foot slide, but you slide way late, and so you you catch the back corner of the bag. And so that's like all the ones that I do. Wow. And they're a lot of fun, and I like using them. <laughs> Your uniforms are not clean at the end of the game, Never. Basically. My dad gets so upset when Johnny orders white pants. Uh, he always gets upset. Going to get OxyClean and going to the car wash. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, what right. kind of laundry mm-hmm. detergent do you use to conquer your dirt stains? Right. Oh. oh, you don't do that. You, you get OxyClean? I mean, that's how, I mean, we did it. And we just go to the car wash where you would normally clip the mats to the wall. Yeah, you clip the And just get the, the pressure washer. Right. <laughs> just take it to it. Brad? All right, so uh, what is your position in the field, and uh, what do you what do you love to uh, what do you love about your position? Well, I usually play shortstop. That's my primary position, and I like it because shortstop is like kind of the quarterback of the team. I feel like um, interesting. You talk to everybody. You make sure everybody knows what they're doing. You're making sure everybody stays up, stays positive, stays excited. And so I just like being that person for everybody. Awesome, awesome. Would you like? How would you like to see this? In the future, like you talked about scholarships and everything, do you want to forward uh, yourself in baseball, I mean softball like this? or? I mean, that's like one of my plans is to go. I have many like plans that I have set out just in case one of them fails. I have this one to back me up and stuff. But softball yeah. is really like I can see myself playing college. Like it would be amazing to find new teammates for college because I've had teammates my whole life through high school and it's made high school so much easier for me. Yeah. And so if I had that in college, I feel like it'll do the same. What is the greatest lesson any coach has taught you for any of the sports that you played in? Probably to not get frustrated with myself because I used to do that a lot and I would just like completely shut down after I struck out, made an error, missed a ball, any kind of that. So anything, it would be just to stay positive. Like everybody makes mistakes. I'm not going to be perfect no matter how hard I try to be. So right. just stay positive with myself and never give up on a play. Um. I meant to ask this question to the other ladies, but I'll throw it at you. Since you all are about to be seniors, I guess this would be a two-part question. Mm-hmm. One part, who has been a teammate, specifically a senior, that that you want to be like, that maybe has sort of like taken you under their wing when you first started playing for varsity? Um, and second question is, what kind of senior do you want to be for underclassmen? What do you want to leave your team with? Well, um, as like when you say a senior, do you mean like a, like one of my seniors, or yeah. like when I was younger? When you were sen- younger, like a somebody senior above th- me, right, right. Okay, okay. Um, Kaylee Rogers, she was my favorite senior. There was a bunch of not so nice seniors my freshman year, but when my softball came along, she was my senior, and she, yeah, like you said, she'd always take me under her wing, made sure that I was doing what I was supposed to do, and she was making sure that I was always believing in myself, even as a little person on varsity. So. Mm-hmm. And I want to be the type of senior. I want to be just like her. I want to make sure everybody knows exactly what they're doing. They're never confused. They're never lost. They always know the path that they're wanting to take. And I never want them to second-guess themselves on a play. And I never want them to feel like they're letting somebody down. Excellent. Excellent. Awesome. So, uh, what... I hear that you have a great story for this question. But what is the most embarrassing thing that has happened to you? While playing softball <laughs> at practice in a game on a bus, or her teammates are cracking up. Why are you laughing? There's something good coming because everybody okay. in the studio is like chuckling. And okay, so baseball season started before softball, right? So right. I've been to a couple baseball games, you know. So I was in the baseball mode, right? So I I get on first base. It's our like first or second game, and um, the pitcher she hasn't even started her windup yet, and I am. Right off the base. I've taken three steps right off the base, and the pitcher hasn't, the ball has not even left the pitcher's hand. And I get called out because you're not allowed to leave the base until the pitcher lets go of the ball. So that was very, very embarrassing. Wasn't one of my, Johnny just yelled at me, and I was just like, okay, I'm just going to go sit down because that was very bad. I'm just going to get this uh, head start really quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, like I'm on a baseball field. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot I don't, of people don't, I don't know what I was doing. Don't know no that idea. about softball is that you can't lead off on the base like you can in baseball. Right. So, so I was thinking, hey, I'm a baseball player for today. And no, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. The um did not agree with that. So nice. I got caught. It was not okay. Sad and story. It's a very sad, sad story. story. So, uh, on the same target there, <laughs> tell us about <laughs> the most terrible injury you have sustained <laughs> in softball. Okay. Um, that came up. They're laughing again. <laughs> so, 
We I must be hitting. Tell these we're, ladies are teammates. Yeah, they're hitting the funny bone over here. Love it. Okay, well, um, this hasn't happened recently. I was little. This was when I first started pitching, and I was um, eight years old. And this girl ended up being my teammate last year. She graduated last year. Her name is Ashlyn Brooks. And she was on the 12-year-old yeah, team. we've had Ashlyn here. Yeah, and we were just scrimmaging. We were just playing a little game, you know, with the 12-year team and the 10-year team. So I was pitching, and I had my little face mask on, and I was throwing a good 38 miles an hour. Well, Ashlyn Brooks, she's a, she's a pretty big girl. You know, she's pretty, like, you know, she can hit the ball. And so I just pitch it right up there, and she line drives it right back at my head. Oh, my God. And little 8-year-old me, like, my mask goes one way, I go the other, and my mom is just freaking out, and I just get up, and I'm like, you know what, it hurts, but I am okay. And I just, That's right, because <laughs> you're a softball player. Yeah. <laughs> so I just got right back up and pitching, you know, and I was just, That's I was right. just like, whatever. But that- me and Ashlyn always joke about it now. I'm like, you remember that time you almost killed me? That was fun. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> was, that, <laughs> was that Ashlyn that... Caught her pants on fire? During- yes. yes. That okay. was well, her. Hot pants. The one and hot only. Yes. Yeah. Why did yeah. she catch her pants on fire again? The heater. <laughs> right. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Good story. That Something like that Good happened to story. me when I was like seven. Like, I I was moving up from T-ball to like a coach pitch. And um, that I remember the game kind of well. It's sort of weird. I, that's like when I realized that you didn't have to swing to get to get a strike called on you. That was that's that's sort of like when real life hits you in the face, like oh my god, this is unfair. But I remember I I hit the ball, hit a grounder, and it was just like a grounder right to the second baseman. So I got I got thrown out, and instead of walking behind <laughs> behind the batter, I walked in front of him. And apparently the pitcher never or the coach that was pitching never saw me. And by the time the ball got to the plate. I had come right in front of the path of the ball after it came off the bat, and it hit me square in the chest. Mm. Like my, you talking about my parents freaking out? That chain, there was no chain link fence in the world that was going to hold my mama back. Like she bolted onto that field. They and took here me in the came dugout. Paula. Uh huh. <laughs> no. Paulette Fowler was uh, going to kill a coach. I'd never, yes. seen, I'd never seen anybody move faster in my life. But yeah. Wow. Wait, was she concerned about you, or was she angry? Like angry at the coach for pitching the ball. I was just concerned about me. I mean, like, okay. I feel like the coach, he he was he was next. Like when <laughs> she messed her, I was okay. That coach was next. But yeah, it was game over for the coach. <laughs> so Camille, mm-hmm. uh, you say that you your other skills kickball. When did you <laughs> figure out? I don't even you, remember putting that down. Right. Kickball. Yeah, I'm, I'm you guys know what she's that. talking about? Because, again, they're it gets, dying. It gets back buried here. underneath the rest of the sports that she plays. Yeah. yeah like, I'm, we're not kidding here when we, you know, we, we've made some jokes about how these girls need to be ambitious. I mean, the, wow. the list of things that they have you on You should this see what we're looking at. is wild. <laughs> like, auto technician, that's the first. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, amazing, the though. That is we had. We've never and, had and that. And all the other things that these ladies do, it's pretty crazy. Like, just, silver, explain. Silver Slugger Award. What is that? It's the highest batting average on the team. Okay. Best offensive player. Yes. Yeah. You're the same one. same wow. concept there. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Batting average four seven nine. Wow. Four seventy nine. Wow. That is wild. Wow. Man. Top twenty players in Marshall County. For basketball, yes. Oh, for basketball. I got honorable mention this year. All right. <coughs> wow. I I don't Excuse even me. know where to go with this. There's so many. <laughs> So, Camille, tell me uh, your favorite sports movie and how it relates to your life. My favorite sport movie is the movie 42. It's, oh, like, yeah. It has to do with Jackie uh, Robertson. Yeah. I've not seen it, but I know exactly what you're talking it's about. It's either yeah. that one or A League of Their Own. Both of them yes. I've watched since I was, like, this yes. tall. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to be them. because High yeah. five. Yes. <laughs> so good. Such an underrated There's not many movie. more influential people than Jackie Robinson, mm-hmm. though, that has left right. their mark. Um they don't wear anybody else's number one day a year for the, across the whole league. That's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Brad? Um, okay, so uh, so your senior year is approaching. Uh, where do you see softball taking you past that, if if you see softball taking you somewhere um, other than? I see it just leading me, like, I see softball more as a kind of, like, God for me instead of, like, a kind of a sport thing. Like, it's going to guide me to where it wants me to go. Like, God put softball in my life because he knows that I will follow because, you know, I love it and everything. So I just feel like it's going to let me go where I need to go. Awesome. And you want to try to play softball or any other sport in college? 
Yes, I want to play softball, and I want to play it at either USA or Mobile because I can't go to a two-year school because I do dual enrollment in my high school classes. So by the time I graduate, I should have my associate's degree almost done, so I have to go straight to a four-year college. So I'm hoping I'm going to many tryouts, as many tryouts as I can in the summer so I can hopefully get accepted to a four-year school. Well, go Jags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you could hand-pick any school in the country, where would you want to go? Who would you want to play for? Um, well, hold on a second. Oh, man. Hold on a second. Um, <laughs> there was this really cool school that I was looking at at Colorado, but I didn't go because, one, it's way too far mm-hmm. away from me, and, two, just, like, I didn't know if I could get accepted because it's, like, a lot of money. And um, I can't really remember the name right now. It's not coming to my head. But it was, like, in a beautiful place. Like, everything was beautiful about it. The marine biology school there was just absolutely incredible. So everything was going perfectly. And so I was very I was very looking forward to going there. But so I'm you not. would like to be a marine biologist? Yes. 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 Awesome. Which South Alabama is a school for you then. Right. Yeah. yeah. South so, Alabama is a really good one. So, so is that where you can work at SeaWorld or an aquarium? <laughs> or? I mean, um, aquarium actually was going to be one of my jobs, like to get me going. Yeah. But future reference, I want to be a diver, and I want to go, you know, to the very bottom and collect specimens and stuff like that. And what I've always wanted to do was like and discover not get eaten by a shark. Okay. Right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to uh, discover a fish and have it named after me. That's been one of like that's been on my bucket list since I was like. 10. Would you literally name it the Camille fish? What uh, yeah, have you already got a name picked out? I don't have a name. It would depend on how it looked. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Okay. It would be Same. in the moment kind of right, thing. Right. Wow. <laughs> I've just learned so much in the last few seconds. Camille, thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. We're so glad that you are part again. We're so glad that we have Mackenzie and Madison. Thank you, and we hope this next year is your best year yet. Thank you. It's fantastic. And so go Douglas Eagles. Woo! Go Eagles. Go team. That's right. All right. So we have some tickets to give away Mm -hmm. to the Boaz 9 Cinema. That's two tickets, uh, and they are good for any movie except... Uh, 3D movies or blackout movies. So you can win two tickets to the Boaz 9 Cinema by answering um, by answering three questions. So I'm going to ask you one, and you can call in and answer that one correct, and then answer two more, and you'll win those tickets. So how exciting is that? Very. And today we have some government and history questions, so stars yeah. and stripes forever. Thank you, John Philip Sousa. How many senators are in the U.S. Congress if each state gets two? How many senators are there in the U.S. Congress if each state gets two? Come on now. The phone number is 256-505-0885. All right. So we have uh, Camp on the phone ready to answer some questions. So the first question is, how many senators are in the U.S. Congress if each state gets two? 100. 100 is correct. Woo! You got it, man. Awesome. And can you name one of the seven U.S. states that seceded from the Union during the Civil War? Just one of them. I'll give you a hint. Alabama? Yes, Alabama. Yes, that is one of them. The rest were Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, and Texas. And then there are three primary colors on the United States flag. Can you name all three of them? Red, red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue is correct. Come on, man. Oh, yes. Oh, you have won two Way tickets to, to the Boaz 9 Cinema. If you'll stay on the line with Steven, he'll let you know how you can pick those up. Yep, yep. That sound means it's time for me to tell you where you can find us throughout the week on social media. And that's on Facebook, Unofficial Varsity Radio Show, Instagram, at Varsity Radio 885, Twitter, at Varsity Radio 885 and then Instagram is actually I'm sorry varsity underscore radio underscore show so Instagram is at varsity radio varsity underscore radio underscore show there we go this has been tougher than usual today you nailed uh, it last week from yeah. Disney too yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and if you're uh, watching on Facebook I'm wearing this hat with the ears on it mm-hmm. I'm not just doing that to yeah. to be funny 
I came back from Disney and I'm still in the Disney spirit. Yeah. Actually, my body is so exhausted, it feels like I've been at Disney. (laughs) If you've been hearing us for the first time, it's probably because the ears on his hat have given us a new uh, reception range. Yeah. And uh, welcome. Welcome to the show, by the way. They're actually the new antennas Mm -hmm. of the transmitter, so. Fantastic. Anyway, we got this wonderful place that uh, has been better than good to us. It's called the Charburger. Uh, they are located at 3848 Alabama Highway 69, Guntersville, Alabama, home of the famous char-grilled Wildcat Burger, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheese Steaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. If you want to pre-order, you can always do that at 256-505-4720. That's the char-burger. Hey, we can't wait to see you back next week for the Varsity Radio Show on 88.5 JFM. Uh, You guys stay classy and don't you go changing.